there, my name is Carrie Conover and I went from classroom teacher to ed tech leader to CEO in five years. I'm here to share the stories and wisdom of teachers who have successfully transitioned from the classroom to the boardroom. Did you know that there are over 14 million educators on LinkedIn? If you are an educator looking to transition out of the classroom into a new role at an education or ed tech company, it is essential that you have a LinkedIn profile to leverage your network and learn about opportunities in the industry. Today, I'm going to walk you through the essentials of building a LinkedIn profile if you are a teacher looking to transition from the classroom out into the world of an education company. Hearing that there are over 14 million educators on LinkedIn should not scare you. This includes all types of educators, including preschool teachers to college professors, anyone that identifies themselves as an educator. And not all of those 14 million educators are here in the United States and looking to get a role at an ed tech company. So don't let that intimidate you. As a matter of fact, the ed tech world and the education world is quite small. Recently on LinkedIn, I played a little game in a post called Seven Degrees of Kevin Bacon, but in the ed tech industry. I asked my followers to tag someone that is currently working within the ed tech field. And I said I could connect to that person through people I had either worked with or had a personal relationship with. There wasn't anyone that stopped me. So I wanted to show you that because really the ed tech industry is small. And what you do on LinkedIn and how you present yourself on, in, on LinkedIn and every interaction that you have matters. There are people that are watching. There are people that are going to look at your profile. So today, I want you to get set up for success by getting your LinkedIn profile in tip-top shape. But today, I want to start off with the top part of your LinkedIn profile. There are four things that people notice right away when they come to your LinkedIn profile. Your profile picture, your banner or header, your headline, and your about section. Let's start with your profile picture. This is the first impression people have of you when they come to your profile and also when you're engaging and commenting on other people's content. So you wanna make sure you have a very professional picture or photo that is sending the right message. I've talked about this on my blog at carrie-conover.com where I've talked about the image and the energy that you're putting out into the ed tech space when you're on LinkedIn. And it starts with that photo. You want your profile picture to give off positivity and energy. You want a photo that is very clearly showing your face, you're looking at the camera and you're smiling. You also want to be dressed professionally. So if you look at my profile photo, which by the way, I use this photo all the time as a headshot and for professional settings on my website. And this photo was taken with my iPhone in my den with just natural light on me. Now I did send that photo to a photographer friend and asked him to touch up. I had a few hairs that were kind of dangling in my face and I wanted him to blur the background because I had a bookcase behind me. 
But he just touched it up and boom, that to me is a perfect profile picture. You can see my eyes, my smile, my face. I feel like that profile picture says, I'm here, I'm present, I'm confident, I'm friendly, I'm smart. Like I really wanted something that showed my warmth, but also my confidence at the same time. You can easily hire a photographer to take some snapshots of you. You could go on Facebook in your local community and look for a photographer that might be willing to take some pictures of you at a local coffee shop for maybe 50 or $100. It doesn't take much. But like I said, you can easily take a headshot right there on your phone, grab a friend who has good taste and ask them to meet you at a local Starbucks or a really well-lit place and take some great photos of you. Let's talk about your dress in that photo. I've worked at two very different ed tech companies. I worked at a startup company and a more corporate company. So at this startup company, it was casual to business casual in the office. Now, if we were going out to school districts, of course, we were dressed up. But at the other place I worked, it was business dress. I mean, I wore a dress or a nice blouse and slacks and heels every day that I went into the office. So I would say go for the more professional side, have a nice blouse with a necklace, jacket, or a nice shirt. You could have a tie. I mean, you don't need to have on a full suit, but you do want to look professional. I wouldn't be in like a t-shirt for this picture. Remember that this picture is relatively small. So you are going to want to make sure it's close up on your face, you're square to the camera, and you're looking at the camera. Sometimes people will do a fun look to the side or show a little personality, but in my opinion, I really like where I can see the person's eyes, nose, mouth, smile, everything, and, and it's really relaying that confidence. Okay, let's talk about this headline. I think every month at our group coaching calls for Classroom to Boardroom, someone asks me about this headline. Please don't spend a ton of time obsessing about this headline. It should tell people who you are. It should um, relay what you want, so who you are and what you want, but don't overanalyze it. I think there's a little bit of a misconception out there for teach. This is specifically for teachers in transition, not for like the recruiting field in general. I think there's some misinformation out there that recruiters are out there looking for, um, they're searching and they're saying, okay, customer support, you know, customer success manager. And then if it's in their headline, recruiters are going there and automatically asking for an interview. Here's the thing, even if you fib a little bit, and I wanna talk about this in a second, and you put customer success you know, advocate or customer success manager, and you've never worked in customer success, and when I mean that, you've never been employed by a company and worked on a customer success team, that's kind of lying. And what they're gonna do, even if that does come up from your headline, they're gonna go straight to your work history and see that you actually haven't done that job. So I'm gonna give some suggestions of headlines that you could use if you are a teacher in transition without seeming like you're not being honest. So you could say something like, teacher of the year transitioning to customer success, or passionate about spreading ed tech to all teachers. Um, third to fifth grade teacher, advocate for students with special needs, or educator loving to or um, educator who loves to collaborate with other educators uh, and passionate about ed tech. Just be honest about who you are. You still definitely want to use those keywords. So teacher of the year transitioning to customer success, you're still getting customer success in there. But 
I just want you to be really careful about your being honest and upfront about who you are in that headline. Also, I want you to think about your goals. I mean, for me, I'm not looking for a job right now. So my headline is, I help teachers love their careers again, because I am doing that. That's the mission of Classroom to Boardroom, and I'm more branding around myself and my business, where if you're a teacher looking for a job, that's a totally different story. So you, you know, people are on LinkedIn for many reasons. People who are super happy in their job are very active on LinkedIn because they might be promoting their coaching services. They might be promoting the business they work for. They might be promoting big announcements for the companies they work for. So people are on there for different reasons. So I think in that headline, yes, use those keywords, but also make sure you're being honest about who you are. So a little inside tip here, I'm going to be honest with you. I think that often teachers get really obsessive about their LinkedIn profile and what's on there. What's on my headline? What's am I about? You know, and get your nice picture up there, get a nice banner up there and write a nice headline, write your about page. And then from there, take a deep breath. Here's the thing. People's outstanding LinkedIn profiles aren't normally what's getting them their jobs. Recruiters are being bombarded right now with teachers looking to get out of teaching and go work for an education company. And based on the data I'm seeing, here's the people that are getting hired. They know someone, they're connected to someone, they know someone in the industry. So for instance, a lot of my people that are getting jobs out of classroom to boardroom, it's because I've introduced them to a company and a role that I think is a great fit for them. Other teachers are networking like crazy and finally getting those opportunity to have those interviews so they know someone. It's who they are connecting and engaging with, or it's just the luck of the draw in this big application process. So don't get caught up spending all your time building this like magnificent LinkedIn profile. Like get it to 80% and then sit there for a while on it. Okay, so you have a great profile picture you have a great headline. Let's talk about that banner or heading. Um, be careful what you put up there. You don't want to be too loud and distracting. You can see mine is an image of a bunch of um, teacher presenters that I've recruited in the past. So it just kind of fits with me, right? Like I'm helping teachers. Those are all teachers. Find happiness again. They're all smiling. For you, you can design something in Canva for free. You just type in like LinkedIn banner or LinkedIn headline and you can design something for free. I would say putting... Um, some text on there is okay, but make sure you can really read it and make sure you're looking at it on a computer and on a mobile device so that you can see what it looks like. But if you're a teacher and you were teacher of the year, you could put a picture of yourself with like teacher of the year in 2022, or you could just do a nice banner, super simple with tech tools in there. Um, if you're an ambassador, you could put logos in there, but just make sure it really stays pretty simple. Make sure you look at it on several different devices and make sure it really is on brand with who you are and what you're passionate about so that you are giving the message of, hey, if you're really into ed tech, it's saying, I love tech. If you're really passionate about math, it's saying, not in words necessarily, but in pictures, I love math. So you have your great picture, you have your banner, you have a great headline, and now it's time to talk about that about section, which is often really underutilized by people. So this section is a great place to highlight what's on your resume, but with all the depth and detail. 
I really like where teachers highlight data in this section, showing their effectiveness in the classroom or projects that they've worked on. I talked a lot about this with our classroom to boardroom students is in your resume, you should be showing cause and effect relationships in your bullet points. And this is a great place in that about section to say, hey, I worked on this student attendance initiative. I led a student attendance initiative at my school. And through these three things that we did, student attendance rose from 92% to 96% in the 2021-2022 school year. Data is a great way to show that not only can you lead something, but that you're effective in the projects that you take on. Let's drop down to the skills and recommendations section. I want to talk a little bit about skills here. You do want to put some skills on your LinkedIn profile, but make sure that they're specific and make sure that they are the things that you want to show up if a recruiter or someone hiring is looking for people with that certain skill set. So if you're really into data analysis, make sure that's one of your skills that shows up. Recently on LinkedIn, there's been some activity, it's a little controversial about people posting and saying, hey, comment below and I will go endorse you. The, the thing is, that's great for the poster, right? They're getting lots of comment. It helps them with their, you know, they show up in the algorithm on people's feeds and it really helps that poster out. It's honestly quite smart for that person if they're trying to gain followers on LinkedIn. And I'm totally fine with that. Like do what you need to do. But the problem I have with that is if you're endorsing someone that you don't even know and you've never worked with for a skill, to me, again, it goes back to like not being completely honest about who you are. So have those skills on there. Maybe let some of your friends and colleagues know that you're on LinkedIn. Could they come endorse you? Like the people that have actually worked for you, I think it's great. Otherwise, I would stay away from those endorsement sprees. Finally, let's go down to the recommendation section. This is where you can really get a lot of bang for your buck and I think is more powerful than the skills section. So find someone that you've worked with in the past, a fellow teacher, anyone that you can find that really knows about you in the workplace and ask them to write you a recommendation. You can even offer to write the recommendation for them and then let them tweak it. Um, and then they can type that up on your LinkedIn profile, you approve it, and it shows up under your recommendations. I love this feature because it really shows who you're connected to, what kind of a coworker you are, and it's a way to add color when someone really, really knows you. Let me tell you a little secret. When I was transitioning out of the classroom, looking for a job in ed tech, one of the things I did is I went to my former students' parents. And I found parents that were leaders in companies. I found a CEO, I found a CFO, I found people that were leaders in the business world and I asked them to write a recommendation for me. And they did it. And I will say when I was in my final stages of my interview process to work for eSpark, my hiring manager told me he read those and it really gave me a leg up to see someone that is in the business world giving me that stamp of approval as an educator. So don't be afraid to ask people within your network to write those recommendations for you. My biggest piece of advice for you on LinkedIn is to get that profile to about 80%. Don't obsess over perfection in that profile. The likelihood of a recruiter finding you by searching and then getting you an interview and getting you hired is 
pretty slim, if I'm being honest. I'm specifically talking about in this teacher world right now that's going on. What is more important for you is that you build out a really nice looking LinkedIn profile that tells the true story of who you are. And the best thing you can do from there is engage in other people's content and start building community. I'm not gonna cover engagement and connecting today. That's for a future video. But if you've enjoyed this content today, I ask that you like and subscribe to this channel because I will be giving you content with my insider tips and tricks every week right here on this channel. Thanks for being here today. I have so many wonderful resources I'm looking forward to sharing out with all of you. But if you wanna supercharge your path from the classroom to the boardroom, I highly suggest you check out my course. It's a course full of self-paced modules plus a monthly group coaching session. We have a very high success rate of teachers finding jobs um, that go through classroom to boardroom. And I really invite you to come along on the journey with me. So the link to that is below or you can find it at classroomtoboardroom.net. And until next time, my friends, I'm in your corner.